Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. Listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. I don't know. If if Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL, that, that opens up a big, big job, big program. But they there's no big name like Jim Harbaugh out there for Michigan unless it's Urban Meyer. Yes, who's, sir. <laughs> who's an Ohio State guy. Yes, sir. Oh, the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, brought to you by the 10-ounce filet at Kessler Prime and the Renaissance Ribeyes, porterhouses, New York strips, the rack of lamb, Kessler Prime, and the Renaissance, KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, Mississippi State comes away with a 19-10 win over the fighting Alana of Illinois. That's right. There was a, man, you know, when, when, when one of your team colors is orange, and a and a bright orange, you stand out when you're in a town, you know, roaming around hotels and lobbies and bars and restaurants. Uh, when I went to dinner after the game on Monday night, man, there were so, some somber fighting Alana faces. It's a long drive back to Chicago. Yeah, even a long well. Yeah, it's a little bit of a flight too. Yeah, oh, so. I was talking with some of the reporters before the game on Saturday night that were from Illinois, and they were talking about how they were driving somewhere after the game on Monday to then make the rest of the drive on Tuesday. It was like twenty something hours. It's crazy how long they had to drive. Wow, 
Yeah, it was a long ways. I mean, ours was like ten to eleven, something yeah. like that. So, um, it's a it's a long ways back to get back to Champaign, Illinois. So, especially or when Chicago. you lose. Yeah. yeah, especially when you lose. Especially when you lose. No, no question about it. That that's a that is a really, really, really good win for for Zach Arnett and the people he's going to retain. Um, you can tell he's shaking up the staff and. We'll see how that looks. Uh, y'all are freaking out over Kendall Bryles, uh on the Ag Up Equipment text line. You know, I think you'll know something sooner than later. Uh, he'll have to call it. He says yes, he'll be it. If not, they're gonna they're gonna keep moving and fast. They they want to get this thing done. Uh, Arnett and his, I guess, group of advisors around him. Um, Brad Peterson's the chief of staff. Y'all all know who that is. Well. I say that. Um, Brad Peterson, longtime high school football coach, very successful. You know, uh, won two at Louisville and played Coach Gardner Minshew at Brandon, then went to Madison Central, then joined Mullen staff, Moorhead Leach, left for the private sector, came back. He'll be the chief of staff. I think it's a hell of a hire for um, Zach Arnett. And you're going to have several... You've already know guys that aren't being retained. Spurrier Jr., Hollingshead. I don't expect Jason Washington to be retained. We'll see on Mason Miller on the other side of the ball. We'll see what they do. It, it looked, you know, there was talk two years ago. Was it two years ago or a year and a half ago when Leach made the move with Matt Brock that he was doing that just in case he lost Zach Arnett, okay? And so it looks like Zach has been impressed enough to maybe make Matt Brock the co or de facto DC along with Zach because Zach has to hire somebody there. He's now the head coach. And if you flip Tony Hughes over from safeties to tight ends coach, Hey, you may have a tight end. Uh, Can you find a tight end at this point? I think you can. Uh, There's plenty of the the way this thing. Now the recruiting clock is like 12 months out of the year. Um, Or do you have one that you can, I mean, you got uh, State and Ole Miss have plenty of athletes. Yeah. You have one that you can work with, flex tight end type thing. I mean, you don't have to necessarily do 1984 tight end. I, I prefer mean, you that you at- not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, without being disrespectful, like, let's let's trend more towards the Kyle Pitts, like, Kelsey model, right. like, really large receiver, instead of trending towards, like, the Mike Ditka, like, let's play tight end in a phone booth. You know, Jason Witten for the last three seasons of his career model. Let's not do that. Yeah. So so whatever you want to call it. The, the yeah. flex tight end that, that coaches are doing so many cool things with. Um, I mean, the hybrid player. I mean, Evan Ingram was such a neat player. Before his a, time. Incredible yeah. player to watch at the college game. And Freeze did a lot of awesome stuff with him. And what was awesome for Ole Miss fans is a lot of times he was running down the field wide open. Um, because you just can't cover everybody. Um, and so we'll see. It, this offense is going to be modified, whether it's Kendall Browse or someone else. What I can't wait to see what it will look like and who it will be that will be operating it. I, you know, we all lean toward Will Rogers. And Will's done a really nice job. Um, 
I don't think anything's guaranteed for anybody. I'm just going to say that. Uh, I just, you know, but that you're also dealing with a ton of experience. And, and the one thing that the air raid gave you was the ability to come back mm. and the ability to make more mistakes. Mm. Um, and you didn't ever have that ability for you, even under Mullen. I mean, throw out Moorhead because he, I don't know what the hell he was trying to do. Uh, I mean, again, thank God he had Nick Fitzgerald and Jeffrey Simmons and some other pieces, but Kylan Hill, I mean, these are all Elton Jenkins, NFL player sweat. Y'all know the drill. Um, you know, when you're down by 15, 20, and 25 points, Mississippi State never came back. Y'all know that because the record brooks were broken by Leach coming from behind against La Tech, then coming from behind against um, Auburn at Auburn. And I would also argue, and we may get Will the intern to look this up, how many times have you been down two possessions on the road to Ole Miss and Oxford? And one. Since yeah. 1991? And one. Because you were down two possessions at Ole Miss, uh, 16 to 7, and you came back and won. I would argue, like, I can't think of a game off the top of my head. Since 91, since the, the thing got moved from Veterans Memorial Stadium to on campus, the first one to get it was Mississippi State. Um, as y'all know, we're looking at about a 30 year stretch. Can you remember Mississippi State being down on the road to Ole Miss by two possessions and winning? Oh, and they did it to Auburn, too. They did it at two SEC West schools. Well, yeah, I just mentioned Auburn. Well, but that's my point. Like, down double digits at two SEC West. I forget just doing it at Ole Miss. Name me other SEC West schools, period, that you've been on the road at. Right. Down double digits and won. So, I think before people want, and this is something within the before you want to go back to a ground and pound... Your ability to throw the ball against Illinois masked a lot of stuff that you couldn't get right. Correct. You know, batted balls down at the line of scrimmage, you know, which are frustrating. Uh, a, a pick in in the red zone, which is frustrating. Uh, your your uh, your defense couldn't generate any turnovers, which was frustrating. All that gives you room to make more mistakes when you can just throw, even even if it's crossing routes. For seven to eight to nine yards to Wally and, and uh, Tulu or whoever, uh, Rufus, it doesn't matter. Um, it just gives you the opportunity to go down 17 to seven in a game and come back. When, you, when you're predominantly run or even balanced, which again, I think is nonsense, you have no margin for error for mistakes. But when you can toss it around seven, eight, nine, 12 yards, you can do so many different things. Show is brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck. Rick'sProTruck.com and RPT and Gluckstadt. Steve Robertson at 830. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We would like to hear from you on the Ag Up Equipment. Ag Up Equipment text line. AgUp.com. Shout out to Kyle Fulcher and the team there. The text line is 601-885-3776. What are your thoughts on recapping the year for Mississippi State and Ole Miss? What's your takeaway? Where your program's headed? And the rumors of Kendall Browse strong rumors of Kendall Browse and Zach Arnett communicating and offer and if and when, could, should, why, how, where, that happened. Dave Bartu, Blake and I went all the way back in the podcast, okay? All the way back to when Sam Pittman was hired. Actually, uh, Bartu was mentioning Browse at Florida Atlantic, but when Browse, I'm sorry, not when Browse, when Sam Pittman hired Browse, Bartu jumped on the show and said, um, he said, Kendall Browse is the number one play caller in the SEC. Now, as things unfolded, he said, I love Lane. I love Heupel. I love Leach. I mean, we've got some good ones, right? And, and, and an incredible amount of talent um, as far as play calling. I mean, Kentucky doesn't believe in offensive play calling, but Devin Leary's going to give it a shot there, whatever. I don't know what that that. That put football back. You thought Sylvester Croom and Ed Ogeron put football back in 2005? Hey, Kentucky and Iowa said, hold my damn Coors Light. And yes, sir, they did. Um, so that's got people all hot and bothered. Uh, it doesn't look like Lane Train's going to make many, if any, changes. I don't really know why... He would. I mean, he's got a good staff. I mean, the new O-line coach is, is John Garrison from NC State. Um, he was able to keep Derek Nix from Auburn. Uh, and, hey, hey, you baby made a run. And and for Ole Miss to keep Derek Nix, uh, they're loving that because he can recruit and coach. Uh, I did not realize that that Derek had developed into a, a good coach on the field. Uh, I knew that he's been a fearless recruiter for some time. Uh, he was at running backs for years, and then Kiffin flipped him over to wide receiver. So, um, but Ole Miss was happy that they were able to retain Derek Nix. Uh, uh, Freeze makes a strong, um, how about a strong-ass offer? How about that? So well, funny, can I, I, can that. I go, Wade? <laughs> I was thinking just that um, when you said that. To, to Derek Nix, and Nix says, no bueno, I'll take the pay raise, and I will stay in Oxford. He's already got a ton of years in. He's young, too. He's not even 50 years old, and he's already got a boatload of years um, in the state retirement system. So I don't think Lane Train's going to wipe people out. On the Mississippi State side, you are going to see a major overhaul. One, offensive coordinator. 
We've talked about that for a second. Uh, you've got a wide receiver coach position. They're going to create a tight end position. I mean, that's what most, you know, Mike's, Mike Leach's deal was was so unique that he had an outside wide receivers coach and an inside wide receivers coach, which is fine. It worked for Mike. He won over 155 or 60 games in, in Power 5, which is still absolutely and totally remarkable considering where he coached. But uh, I don't think they'll keep the running backs coach. So that's three. Op- hold on. One, two, three. No, it's four openings. It's four openings on the offensive side of the football. We'll see what happens with Mason Miller on the offensive line. He may stay. He may go. On the defensive side, if you bring Tony Hughes over from safeties to tight ends, Tony has t- coached tight ends in the past under Ed Ogeron and uh, Dan Mullen. Is that right? Yeah, I think. Um, we'll see what happens with Tony Hughes. I think there was some speculation maybe that Tony was going to go to the beach or whatever, the farm or what, whatever. You know, he's made a – speaking of Derek Nix, Tony's made Boo Koodle's money, got like 35 years in with with the state retirement at a at a high level. And But it looks like he wants to stay. Steve Robertson may have more on that. Boneyard Podcast, 247 Sports. Blake, um, and then Jim Harbaugh oh. to the NFL, yes, to sir. the Denver Broncos, to the Indianapolis Colts, to the Carolina Panthers, which then opens up a blue blood program, and they won't be able to go get the chosen one, the chosen son, who played quarterback at Michigan like Jim Harbaugh. I mean, I don't think, I mean, they don't, I don't think they'd care. They'd, they'd love to have Urban Meyer, but that would be a tough turn considering He's an Ohio State guy and was the Ohio State coach. But as coaches have told me many and many a times over beers or burgers or steaks, it's just a pullover. Yeah, it, it's it's just a pullover and a paycheck. So kind of like when you get in your company car. Um, live in the Bank Plus studio, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, brought to you by Bulldog Burger. Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Bulldog Burger in Starkville, Bulldog Burger in Tupelo. And uh, Blake Mania mentioned um, some things on that Bulldog Burger list a couple of weeks, I'm sorry, menu a couple of weeks ago. That's right. Do the spring rolls, Philly spring rolls with the cheese sauce. Oh, fire. And we then may they need do to onion do rings. that today. Their onion rings are always good. I- I'm in on that. What? Oh, you wanted me to hit Dak and the Cowboys. Well, just the NFL in general as we go in. All right. And we got big, we got big things going on all over the place. But the NFL in general feels like a good spot for yeah. right now. And people, somebody just took a shot at me in the about the NFL too. Wow. Clay said, Blake said that was going to be an easy easy win for the Philadelphia Eagles, but I don't think it was. Who dat? Okay. I know. So I just told him, enjoy your early off season. Wow. Oh, was I not supposed to say that? Sorry. I guess just some franchises go to the playoffs and some franchises start Taysom Hill. I don't know. It's whatever. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll let you... Uh, you love... You uh, love poking at Who uh, Nation. I do. Tom Brady was dominant over the weekend. Dominant. Like 400 yards, bunch of touchdowns. Mike Evans went off. I mean, he showed you why they own the NFC South. It's for a reason. He's the GOAT. Yeah, I don't like that because I don't, if the Cowboys have to go to Tampa Bay... It's going to be scary. I don't like it. Oh, I'm with you. I don't like it. Tom Brady in the postseason, we all know the drill. Mm. Um, you and I were down there, um, you know, when they were playing. 
That was a quick turnaround for that stadium crew. And it looked great. It looked uh, kudos to whoever. I don't I don't know how that whole thing is yeah. is structured, but to flip out of an NFL game on Sunday and for us to walk up there on Monday morning of the bowl game at 9:30 and the place to be immaculate. Yeah. And the field to be in good condition. Oh, be- I walked out on the field. Yeah. I was just like, goodness gracious. Because there are NFL fields who don't have games all week and they still have worse fields. That's true. So, sh- shout out to the Washington Commanders. And I also want to say shout out to the ReliQuest Bowl staff. Team. Yeah. Uh, staff, it, that was a first-class deal. Yeah. Whether it was the media room or, or press box or food or just the way it was laid out or how yeah. nice they were. I had a couple of questions on how to get around the stadium. They they did a hell of a job. And, yeah. and the pregame in the in, outside the stadium in well the end done. zone yeah. was awesome. Yeah, but to speak to your point, the Cowboys now and Dak Prescott, where we thought maybe after their win on Thursday of last week, they might rest Dak because, again, we thought the Eagles would roll through the Saints. The Eagles lost. The Dak and the Prescott, Dak, Dak and the Prescotts, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are playing for a chance at the NFC East title at the end of this year. They have a chance if they win and the Eagles lose this weekend, they take the one seed in the NFC East after all the naysaying and downtrodden and woe is me Cowboys fans because Dak Prescott threw some interceptions. They are a win and an Eagles loss away from taking the NFC East crown and getting home field advantage. Well, Dak has been really, 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 really good. Um, and the Eagles have been really, really, really good. Yeah. So, uh, Tom Brady to Michigan? <laughs> I saw, the saw that text. <laughs> I don't know. Who- How did Drew Brees' coaching debut go? <laughs> LSU has a scandal and wins by 70. And then celebrates on a bed with the cheese at mascot. <laughs> no, no wonder Boutte decided to go declare for the NFL draft. Steve Robertson coming up next. The latest out of Stark Vegas with Zach Arnett's staff on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Out of Bounds, ESPN, 105.9 The Zone. is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
SEC Insider Hit this morning brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Amazing burgers, sandwiches, appetizers. You can hang out outside. Watch the games. Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Starkville, and Tupelo. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We welcome in Steve Robertson, 247 Sports, the Boneyard Podcast. Steve joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Steve, are you ready to call it? Kendall Browse will be the next offensive coordinator at Mississippi State. Not quite yet. I do think things are trending in a positive direction, but, you know, these things can get complicated. I mean, he has an offer from Mississippi State to join the program, and uh, I understand it's a very lucrative offer, but the bigger part of it is uh, control. You know, he would have autonomy to run the scheme uh, the way that he wants to. I understand that he'll have a say in who the running back and the offensive line coach would be, and so uh, that that's attractive to him. I've talked to some people that uh, are pretty close to the situation, and they say, you know, things appear to be trending in a positive direction, but Arkansas is certainly working hard to keep them. And, you know, this is not a situation where it's just, uh, okay, we want you to come and you come. There's some give and take in all this, and they're working through it. Do you expect to, that Kendall Bryles will give Arnett a yes or no today? I don't know if it'll be today. I know ideally what they'd love to have happen is get some of these newer coaches on on campus for this weekend. They're going to be hosting some portal visitors, and uh, obviously there's uh, you know some guys that are going to want to know who's going to be coaching them, who's going to be calling the plays. And so I think ideally you'd love to know today, but I don't think it's a requirement you have to know today. I don't I don't think he's on the clock today, but you also can't afford to let this thing linger on you know very long. I think you've got to get a decision and. If, if it's not a positive decision, you've got to go to the next guy on your list, and there's still a handful of guys out there. And, you know, when there is an offer on the table, people are a little reluctant to talk about who might be next. But uh, I think we could know today. I don't know that we have to know today. And did Mississippi State offer $2 million a year? I don't know that I can go that high yet. Uh, I do know that it, I'll just say it's a very lucrative offer. And, uh, you know, terms have not really been disclosed just yet. But the thing that I think Mississippi State fans should be encouraged about is that, you know, Arnett is out here going big game hunting. You know, this is a sitting SEC West offensive coordinator, a guy that is considered one of the best young minds in the game. And, yeah, they could play it safe and go get somebody else. But, uh, you know, you, you go shoot for the stars and maybe land on the moon, you know. And, and so I, I admire what Zach Arnett is doing. I, I appreciate the approach he's having. And I think if, if we're honest with ourselves, this may be the most significant hire of his coaching career. I mean, he has got to get this hire right. Yeah. If not, his stay at Mississippi State will be a short one, and then he may never get another opportunity again. And so it's clear to me he is doing the things that he needs to do to ensure this program continues to move forward. I'm also hearing if Brawl says no, there is a really good group of three or four guys behind him. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. And and uh, there are a couple names, and we're just not going to disclose those at this time. But because uh, again, you don't want to create a lot of unrest out there unnecessarily. But uh, yeah, it, this is not an, a, a one and done, all the eggs in one basket type thing. There have been some conversations with some other people, but at this point, Kendall Browse is the name, and I'm told. And one of the main reasons why is because the, the challenges that he presented to Zach Arnett over the course of the last couple of years. He understands this guy is a very innovative offensive coordinator. And, and, and the bottom line is if Mississippi State is going to ascend from a seven, eight, nine win program to potentially, you know, a true contender in the SEC West, you've got to go out there and get a big time offensive guy. And Kendall Browse is that type of guy. Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds show. Uh, re- 
if Kendall Browse, if whoever's hired, is it automatic done deal Chad Bumpus is on the offensive staff? I would say that's probably 95% true. I, I think Chad Bumpus is one of these guys that, uh, number one, he's a legend at Mississippi State. He wants to be here. His mom's in Tupelo. His wife's family is from Alabama. He's done a great job at Utah. Probably should have made uh, whatever concession you needed to make last year to get him. But uh, this year, it, it is a real bona fide offer for him to have the opportunity to coach wide receivers. And I'm told that this process is very involved at this point. It's not just a filling out process. I understand that, uh, that there's a contract that's being written out. Now, when and if he signs it remains to be seen. But you know, the Mississippi State is making a concerted effort to bring Chad Bumpus home. So... Regardless who, whether it's Kendall Browse or whoever, are you thinking Chad Bumpus at wide receiver coach and Tony Hughes gets flipped from safety to tight ends coach so that that would allow Kendall Browse or whoever to make the call at running backs coach and offensive line or no? I would handicap it exactly that way. I, you know, Tony Hughes is a guy that's coached both sides of the football, and he's so valuable as a recruiter. You have to keep him on the field. And I, I think you know, tight ends is something he's coached at both Mississippi State and Ole Miss. If that's the direction that, that Zach and his eventual offensive coordinator choose to go, it, it doesn't in any way inhibit this program uh, from putting a quality product on the field. I think Tony Hughes is a fantastic football coach, and he's a guy that has become synonymous with Mississippi State. And so – I think Tony gives you some options because he is so versatile as a coach. He doesn't have to just stay on the defensive side of the football. And so if he's willing to do that, you can have him in the living rooms of uh, recruits and their families. Uh, then that's the direction you need to go. So that opens up. I'm thinking Brock and McBath will be retained. Tony will be retained on one side of the ball or the other. But if he flips over to the offensive side, that leaves your safety spot open. How do you see it shaking out on defense? And do you believe that Jeff Phelps will be retained? I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen with Phelps just yet. Uh, I know there's been some discussion about potentially bringing David Turner back. Dave is at Georgia Tech, and I understand he has an offer on the table from Coach Brent Key, and he's kind of on the clock there. I mean, he's got to give them a decision. So State needs to make a move sooner rather than later. I think a lot of that, too, like the, the, the situation with Hughes, I think it boils down to getting the offensive coordinator hire completed first, and then it gives you some options if you can move Tony. Um, yeah, but we'll see how things progress. I think if Tony does go over to offense, Dewhurst is a guy that's been on staff now for a couple of years as a, as a senior analyst, and uh, there's a lot of people that tell me he is another dynamic coach. It's just a matter of time before he gets on the field. Uh, that could be at Mississippi State. I mentioned that yesterday in one of our updates over at jeanspage.com. But, you know, it, it appears to me that Zach Arnett has a plan. This is not a situation where he's going just from one thing to the next and, and dealing with what's happening today. He has a plan, and it's kind of methodically going through that. And I understand there was some important uh, meetings yesterday, now that everybody is back in town, uh, kind of beginning to kind of flesh all this out and see which direction is the best one to go. But ultimately, it's going to be Zach Arnett's decision. And I've got a lot of confidence in Zach. Mike Leach had a tremendous amount of confidence in Zach. Uh, so I, I think what you're seeing now is now it's about urgency. Now signing day is behind you. Uh, now the bowl game is behind you. You can focus on rounding out the staff and then getting these portal visitors in and potentially get them committed and be a part of your program. Okay, where does Eric Mealy fit in? 
I think Eric probably stays. I mean, I haven't heard anything about him moving on. I haven't heard anything about uh, other candidates for a special teams coordinator. I mean, there was some some good moments at times on special teams this year, but there was some inconsistency. But, uh, you know, again, it's it's Millie's first year kind of back in the fold in that respect. I haven't heard anything that leads me to believe that he's leaving, though. Hmm. Okay. All right, so if I'm going down the list here, I'm just going to – you got 10 spots. You got OC. Let's just say it's well, whoever. All right, then you got a wide receiver coach, tight end coach, O-line coach, running back coach. That's five guys. Correct. All right, D.C., you expect to be Matt Brock. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. I mean, Matt, Matt called the plays in the bowl game, and uh, Zach has a tremendous amount of confidence in Matt. We, we believe at some point Matt Brock's going to be a head football coach and at the Division One level, and this is just kind of the natural progression of his career. And then corners, McBath, D-line, who knows? Linebacker. So Brock goes to D.C., and that could open up the linebacker spot, and then Tony goes from safeties, Tony Hughes, goes from safeties to tight end. So Mealy stays as ST slash something or just ST? I think you would probably keep him at ST. I, I think I think the days of the uh, you know the position coach coaching special teams kind of as a bonus is probably over. Now that you've added the tenth assistant coach, I just okay. So I, I, I get it. Brock will coach a position like Zach did. Zach moved from linebackers to uh, to the back end last year when they moved Brock from special teams to linebackers this year. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. Okay. Yeah, well, Brock coached Sam linebackers in addition to uh, to special teams. You now he just has the full confidence right. linebacker. I expect that to probably stay the same. Got it. Okay, so that that's where it makes sense. Ten headsets, um, and Zach makes eleven, but ten on on the field. And and you expect uh, Eric? Is it Mealy or Mealy? It's Mealy. Mealy. Eric Mealy to be retained right now. Uh, all this is. Ebb and flow and flux, though, right, Steve? Or a lot of it. Yeah, and so contracts are signed. I mean, things can change. You know, and we've seen that happen before. You know, you've had guys that you know you you hear they've agreed in principle, but they don't sign uh, you know an MOU. And next thing you know, I mean, that's that's how Mississippi State got Zach Arnett from Syracuse. People forget that story. He was on the job at Syracuse, and he used their fax machine to fax Mississippi State an MOU because Syracuse never had him sign anything. He's up there basically working and hasn't signed his employee package, hadn't signed a contract, hadn't signed an MOU, and Mississippi State went and got him. And he is in their football complex when he gets the offer from Mississippi State. He signs it, faxes it back, tells him he's leaving. That's the end of the story. Wow. Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds show. All right, let's say it's Kendall Browse, and I know that it may not be. But how do – okay, they're going to modify this thing. But you've also got a quarterback who fits the traditional air raid but has zero mobility. So if this all plays out today or maybe over the next 24 hours, when everybody's talking about modifying the offense, and, and you're already, you already just told us that it will be modified, and that I mean, it's obvious if you're going to have a tight ends coach, it's going to be modified. So how much will it be and how does it fit will rogers or does it what do you think well i think it does i think one of the things that i've heard from talking to some of our arkansas folks is that 
you know, philosophically, Sam Pittman and Kendall Bryars are not always on the same page. I mean, Sam is an offensive line coach by trade. Those guys want to run football. You know, they, they want to get out there and impose their will and dominate the line of scrimmage. And Kendall is more in that Mike Leach, Art Browse, air raid type offense. They want to throw it. They don't want to have to throw it 75 times a game, though. So I think you know what you're seeing is what I like. I think a lot of our fans have wanted to see is a little more balance. You know, I think that's where Kendall Browse uh, kind of protects you in that respect. It, it's yes, there are some elements of the of the air raid that still exist, but by adding the tight end, you're going to add kind of a power game running element to this. And I think that's what people want. I think people – we all saw it this year. I mean, listen, Mississippi State won nine games, and at times were was woefully inconsistent on offense. I think a lot of that, too, is just because people were just sitting back because they had become predictable. And so now all of a sudden you add a more serious commitment to the running component, and I think that's what Browse brings. I think Browse wants to throw it around – but maybe perhaps he's learned a little bit under Sam Pittman that, you know what, when, when the times get tough, this is still a line of scrimmage league. And so I think you'd see more balance with that. And I think, again, that's why you bring in tight ends. And I've heard that all year is that we probably need to go get a couple tight ends just because of the fact that we need that extra blocker on third and short. So I think fans are kind of getting what they want from Zach Arnett in this respect. And that's some innovation of this offense. Okay. I think the key word is a little more balance. Um, I do believe that, You've been following Mississippi State football for a long time. I have, too. Uh, they've never had the ability to come from behind. The reason why they've had the ability to come from behind, since Leach took over, as you know, Steve, is throwing the football. And so, um, and I think being able to throw it at a pretty high level efficiently uh, allows you to make more mistakes during the game rather than a three-yard and a cloud of dust. So you're not you're not saying that by any stretch. It's not going to be even close to a... Even though Dan Mullen brought more passing to the table, obviously this is a program that didn't believe in the forward pass until the last 10 or 12 years. But even Dan bringing more of throwing the football to the table, he still ran a power spread. You're not saying by any stretch that Kendall Browse and Zach Arnett want to go that way. They just may want to tweak it a little bit as far as showing a tight end, some tight end sets, and running it a little bit more. Is that right or no? Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing, too. You know, kind of the beauty of the Dan Mullen offense is he spreads you out and then has the power game running element. I mean, you know, all the quarterback power and a lot of counters and things like that. So now you're not going back in that direction. But what you are doing is enabling that offense to take more of what the defense gives you. So if they want to drop eight, that's absolutely cool. You, know, you can go 11 or 12 personnel if you need to, and you can go out there and and force them to kind of adjust to what you're doing. There were times this year, you know, State would throw it a dozen times in a row, and all of a sudden, you know, the defensive ends could just kind of pin their ears back because they didn't have to respect sure. the run. I think you have to make them respect the run, and that'll open up more in the passing game. Okay. All right, so how many – Steve Robertson on the Yingling Lager guest line, how many visitors are you expecting – this weekend in Starville? I still kind of some ebb and flow with that. You know, I think about a half dozen, but I think it's one of those things where, you know, when you bring in new guys, they're going to have new prospects. We see that all the time. Often you bring in a new coach and there's a new guy that comes in off the radar, a guy they've been recruiting at their previous school. And so I think there's still some ebb and flow with that. We hope to have a full day update on Friday, but uh, we, we admit at this point, we can't say with any confidence exactly who all is coming or how many will be here because you know if the coaches that were, were recruiting them are leaving 
and perhaps their attraction to Mississippi State has been somewhat changed. So when you look at our net and timeline on some of these positions, you got to, you still got a bunch of guys staying, um, you know, Brock, well, Arnett, Arnett, Brock, Hughes, McBath, maybe Mealy. Um, would you think that Zach would like to have a chunk of this wrapped up by late Thursday so they can fly guys in or even Friday morning? Uh, a plane could go get these guys for afternoon, Friday night type uh, visitor weekend starting? How do you see that? Well, I think that ideally that's what you'd want. You'd like to have it wrapped up this week because, you know, before you know it, I mean, these guys are going to be making decisions and going to be enrolling. Now, State's spring enrollment is a little bit later than it normally is, so you've got a little time to work there. But you've only got a couple of weekends to get these guys in. And so you can't afford to waste the weekend. And if you end up pushing the guy back, there's a chance he may go somewhere else. You, you, you can't have a lot of indecision. And so I think ideally you'd love to have it all settled this week. I don't know that that's possible. I think right. the first domino to fall has to be the offensive coordinator hire because everything else kind of hinges on that. Because, you know, you may have an understanding with Kendall Browse. It's okay, Kendall, if you come, this is what we're going to do. This is who we're going to hire. Well, if Kendall elects to stay at Arkansas, then you've got to pivot. So you can't move Tony around. You can't do this. You can't put this guy on the field. You've got to get that hire settled first, and then everything else will kind of fall into place. Okay, that makes sense. I want to throw these numbers out at you real quick. Uh, In 2021, Leach averaged um, 21 rushes per game for 63 yards per game, Steve. I'm slightly rounding up, okay? In 2022, he averaged 23 rushes per game, so two more rushes per game, but for 82 yards. All right, so you know, I mean, that that was a pretty pretty big jump, almost 20 yards per game. When you talk about a little more balance, you think uh, you think 26, 27 ish rushes per game. How? how I mean, I know it'll be up to whoever this OC is, but what 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 would you envision? Well, I think a lot of it depends on how people choose to defend you. You know, I mean, it's like you know, it's easy to when you when you face a uh, you know drop eight to go out there and just run off tackle and, and gash them for five yards. But you know, what happens when all of a sudden these linebackers are, are are truly in conflict? You know, what happens when they have to respect the run? You know, does that enable you to run the football with more success between your tackles? Does that open up more stuff down the field? I, I think the threat of the run in many respects kind of brings a sense of the unknown if you're on defense because State has run a little bit more to kind of keep you honest this year. But there were other games, too, you just kind of got away from it. And you say, well, you know, they adjusted. Well, why? we didn't have the personnel to adjust. And I think that's why you have to go out and you get some tight ends and you get a tight end coach. Because you, I think people have kind of learned with this is you can't go out there and just ten personnel and expect to have a power running game. You've got to be able to have that additional blocker, whether it be an H back or an attached tight end. And I think that's what maybe this staff learned this year is that the way teams were defending them, you didn't always have the personnel to match up. And so now you've got to address that. And so I think that's I think a lot of it is kind of predicated on how people defend you, but also too you know, your personnel group will kind of de- determine how you handle certain situations. And there were times this year on third and third and short that, you know, State just simply couldn't win at the line of scrimmage. And that's not in any way an indictment on the offensive line. Sometimes you need that additional blocker, and State didn't have it. Yeah, no, I agree. But I also would argue, Steve, that when it's third and two and the defense knows that your quarterback can't run the ball, 
are you right back to square one? Regardless if Harmon's in or whoever this guy is, they go get somebody. They may find somebody at at UT Chattanooga that got overlooked. Um, You know, you put a guy in motion. You're trying to get third and two. I mean, you're right. It's a it's a grown ass man league. But my, my counter to that would be, and I don't know these guys know, but my counter to that would be at third and two. Does it really change the odds in the game? If yes, you have a tight end in. But if the defense does knows that it's only going to the running back, the ball. Yeah, that's always a you know something you have to consider. But and let's be honest about this too. I mean, you know, Mississippi State fans have kind of gotten spoiled in respect that we think, you know, that everybody in the country runs their quarterback a ton, and that's just not the case. That's I mean, true. There, there. Yeah, you don't always have to account for the quarterback. There are sometimes you do, you know. But yeah, you know, that's not that's not part of Will's game, and that's again, that's just kind of calling it like it is. But you know, Will does a lot of other things really, really well. No doubt. And I think in that situation there, how many times this year did you? that you show a split back set and then throw the out route out to Caleb Ducking or Justin Robinson and you get five, six yards. I mean, you know, there's more than one ways to skin a cat. It's not always about the quarterback run. But, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think, you know, that's the thing, too. You start looking toward the future and you start thinking about, you know, Chris Parson with Kendall Browse calling the shots and the fact that Parson is mobile enough and could be a plus runner. You really begin to see some dynamic influence in this offense. And, and that's exciting, I think, for everybody. It's because, you know, listen, every quarterback has a ceiling. Uh, do I think Chris Parson could go out there and execute this offense with the same proficiency as Will Rogers? At this point, absolutely not. But when you look at his skill set, you begin to realize that there are some things about him that maybe Will doesn't possess. It probably enables you to open the playbook up a little bit more. I think uh, I think you're right. Uh, one last thing, Steve. I don't know the numbers on this, but we the ability to throw the ball through the air raid or whatever it gave us. Mississippi State an opportunity to come from behind, which they really never had for a hundred years. You agree with that, real quick? Okay. Absolutely. I I threw this out. How many times have they been down since 1991 by two possessions to Ole Miss and come back and won? I would venture to say none, but we're going to look it up after the show. Will our extraordinary intern is going to look it up? But you know, those and you know about the La Tech game and the Auburn game on the road and and all that. Um, I just think that's that's what had happened in Starkville, and I thought Leach did it really with a limited roster that was gaining traction but needed more time. You see where I'm going there? Sure. And the one the one I would offer up is the '99 Egg Bowl. That was one where you know State got down. But that was at home. The, yeah. Right. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, you know, the bottom line is, it, and you know, the game has has changed so much. It's even in the last ten years, and a lot of that can be attributed to Mike Leach. You have got to be able to throw the football in order to win in the fourth quarter. Simple as that. Steve, we appreciate your time today. Thanks, man. Jeanspage.com, the Boneyard Podcast, 247 Sports. Steve Robertson on the Yingling Lager guest line. You can enjoy a Yingling Lager at Bulldog Burger in Starville, Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, and Bulldog Burger in Tupelo. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Basically, Mississippi State fans are on Kendall Brawl's watch and until they know that answer, yay or nay, and then kind of go from there. Blake Scott, Bow Bounds, live in the Bank Plus studio. Good morning, Happy New Year, and welcome in.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.